Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Revenue Growth Architects podcast. It's Chrissy here with Charlie and Xander, and we're going to be talking about HubSpot. I was trying to figure out the name for this, like the rise of HubSpot, the evolution of HubSpot, and what excites us about HubSpot right now in almost 2024. It could be 2024 by the time this launches. So yeah, and I feel like, Charlie, I want to kick it over to you because... I think you have some good insight into HubSpot and what's exciting us. And we all do, but we'll kick it over to you, Charlie, first. Yeah. So when we first started CS2, given Chrissy, your background coming from Marketo and the fact that that was the main marketing automation platform that we had both used prior, we were very heavy on the Marketo side. We've always been pretty tech agnostic across the full stack. Like when you think about like ABM tools, data tools, chat, everything else. But at the beginning, we were very much focused on Marketo. After we then started to grow and started to take on more HubSpot, more Pardot clients, and we took on an Eloqua client by accident, never did that again. (laughs) But (laughs) it was a client that we'd worked with before and they wanted to work with us. And um. But that one, yeah, Heliqua. So at the beginning, I feel like, I mean, you probably remember just as well as me, Chrissy, we were doing just so many HubSpot to Marketo migrations. Mm-hmm. And that used to be the default answer. Like People would say, what's the best marketing automation platform? And it was like, okay, Marketo is probably the best. Well, definitely the best. HubSpot and Pardot maybe kind of equal-ish. But mm-hmm. probably once you start to get a more complicated business, you start growing, you get through a few rounds of funding, you start to get a more complicated sales process, you've got more salespeople, more marketing people you need to enable, you're probably going to want to move from HubSpot to Marketo. And that's why so many of our early clients, we were always moving them to Marketo. We've been doing CS2 now since 2015, probably for a good few years, it was like that, maybe around 2020 maybe 2019 things started to shift 2020 maybe 2020 or 2021 even really like it's been recent like yeah it stopped yeah we started seeing more of potential clients come through with hubspot and so we started obviously we've been working with more hubspot clients over the years from that point but it was still kind of like you're on hubspot but we'll work with you for a bit but you're probably going to want to go to marketo back when we first started working with HubSpot clients. What's happened in the last couple of years, and it's especially in the last year, is that now the way that HubSpot has advanced the platform, you don't need to move off HubSpot anymore. We've got some big clients with hundreds of employees, hundreds of millions of dollars of funding, big complicated businesses that really are absolutely happy on HubSpot. And they have no plans to move off. And honestly, I wouldn't tell them that they need to move off. I think HubSpot done a really good job moving up market. And then a really good job all the way through the customer lifecycle because they have startup pricing where they have like heavily discounted pricing for startups. And then they can like move on, add more modules, add more contact database and kind of grow with them. And you ultimately never really need to grow off them. So I thought it was just a really interesting trend that I think other people have been noticing too and talking about, but we hadn't talked about it yet on the podcast. So I thought we'd talk about it today. And the last thing that we've also been going through internally is that we've actually been moving off Salesforce to HubSpot CRM. Because a lot of what I've been talking about is just HubSpot marketing automation versus the other marketing automation tools. Still 
all of our clients are on Salesforce. And I still think that's probably the right move for our clients. I'm not saying our clients should switch over to HubSpot CRM. We have very different needs than our clients, given that we're a service business and a small agency compared to fast-growing tech companies. This isn't advice, but as I've been getting into HubSpot CRM, I've been noticing, actually, this is also a really good product, and I've been really impressed. So let's talk about it. I know you both have got your own stories with the platform as well, so I'd love to hear those. Well, Xander... I feel like you are closer to the clients right now, but like, do you feel like maybe the tables are turning the other way? We used to have to be like, okay, you're on HubSpot, you're going to move to Marketo, but you know, Marketo, Adobe is not really innovating. And what do you, what do you kind of seeing on your side? Yeah, great question. So a little bit of background for me, like I never used HubSpot before I got to CS2. And a couple of my first clients that I got, they were HubSpot clients. And both of them, I did an audit of, should I stay on HubSpot or should I move to Marketo? So I, I completed both of those audits and, and both of them were like resounding, you should move to Marketo. And now this year I have, I have about three clients that I've been working with who are exploring it and thinking about like, maybe Marketo has more functionality that maybe, maybe I could use, utilize, but I'm not. Or I have a team that, you know, I'm doing more of a decentralized model in my marketing automation team. And I want people to be able to kind of get in, be power users, know how to set things up, be able to be a little bit more creative. I know that like having access to the templates in the way that you do on the HubSpot side is really helpful for general marketers. They're actually making the conversation, having the conversation of should I move from Marketo over to HubSpot? And all three of them, I was like, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm like, we need to start first with your requirements, right? We've had conversations in the past of let's not just move a marketing automation tool. There's a lot of costs to doing that migration. That's not just in the SaaS software license. But I'm like, let's really figure out, like, what are your requirements out of your marketing automation tool? And maybe it would make sense to make that. Yeah, I have a question for both of you here, because I think my very surface level, not surface level, but my very kind of like TLDR thoughts on on now, like moving between HubSpot to Marketo or vice versa, is there's probably not really that big of a business case to do the switch either way. Like they're kind of pretty comparable platforms. You can probably get 90 to 99% of what you want to get done in either platform. It's probably just more about enablement and setup of the actual and customization of the platform for your business really that's going to set you up for success whereas obviously like i was saying before there was a lot of moving from hubspot to marketo so i am kind of surprised hearing that i know we've talked about it so i'm not actually surprised that you said that but like i'm still surprised from the when you've told us this that clients are thinking of moving from marketo to hubspot it is Mm -hmm. kind of an interesting dynamic to explore do you think it's just that they're just fed up with kind of the tech debt that that they've accumulated in Marketo and they want a fresh start as well? Or is there something else at play? Uh, Is it truly that they're looking at all of the features between them and trying to make an educated decision? I think that we all know what what is uh, being tightened up right now, and that's purse strings. And so I think think that a lot of the at least initial impetus is I'm being tasked to cut SaaS costs across the RevTech stack while Marketo is still very expensive. I think that we can all agree, like being based upon contacts in the database, you also have a lot of 
organizations who are bringing in a lot of volume from ZoomInfo, LinkedIn Navigator, like building up your internal CRM with relatively cold or completely cold contacts adds to that cost. And so I think that that's what probably has started a lot of the conversations. And then they start to look at, well, look at all these new features that are coming in. Their AI work is going really fantastic. I'm excited about some of the roadmap that they've brought out. And then it starts to bubble up the, maybe this does make a lot of sense to move. Mm -hmm. I mean, also just on the surface, it's like you're kind of comparing like the look of it is a bit dated and like so bringing it onto your org i think for just usability people might see hubspot as just just in general just from the look of it as being more of a forward-thinking more innovative product where then you look at marketo and doesn't look much different than it looked since the start and it's been like 14 years and so i think that just in general kind of looks at and we see it as you know, looks dated, even if they are going to add on features, you still look dated where HubSpot, it seems like it's always kind of evolving. I will say too, like, I think that the usability actually isn't better, especially for decentralized, like just the fact that Marketo has like a program that can be tokenized and easily clonable and things like that, it still outweighs HubSpot. HubSpot also has everything decompartmentalized. Yes, you can clone like a campaign with all your workflows and things underneath it, but it's really, you would need a lot of management to keep everything like clean and focused and the organization could definitely be improved. But I see them like they're not probably not far from maybe making improvements on that. (laughs) But so I still think it comes down to like you're talking about costs, like the fact that they're not charging by number, like the people you can actually set who's a marketing contact and who isn't, I think is super smart of HubSpot. And then I think also with HubSpot, I think that is really smart. It's just how they're just operating as like a company. The fact that they are able to build their business without loads of acquisitions, but then their acquisitions have been super smart, like Clearbit this year, like the most impressive acquisition. You're just like, yes, I got that. I we we just came, you know, we just recorded a podcast all about like first party intent data and how valuable that is. And so that's just adding that on to your suite of products or just embedded into the tool is just such like a slam dunk. And just how the company's been able to just build versus buy a lot of their key features just makes it seem more seamless and more higher for adoption, in my opinion. So I just think overall that is appealing to maybe latch on to a company who's thinking about themselves that way. And I think one thing I'd like to make clear is I still love Marketo. I mean, it's a great, it's a great tool. It might look a bit ugly. It might have a few quirks, but you can run a really powerful totally. growth architecture with Marketo. You can do pretty much anything, which may also be a flaw, I guess, that you could customize it a bit too much and kind of get a little bit too crazy and create a lot of tech debt and issues. But for power users, for people who are really trying to kind of build something, they, it's, it's got all of the tools that you need. I think the main takeaway that, or the main thought that I have here is just that HubSpot is also at that level now. And I mean, it, and it, yeah. it, it, they're doing great. But I do what is going to be interesting over the next few years is HubSpot going to overtake? Because like you said, or, or like you both said, actually, the pace of shipping updates there and just like improving the product is just so much faster at HubSpot than it is at 
Adobe right now. So if they've caught up so rapidly, you know, how long until they're completely ahead? One thing that I would say, and I'm glad that you brought that up with Marketo. I mean, I, th- I think that some of the pains that I've felt is as we start to bring on more clients that are utilizing HubSpot and we have certain ways that we've built things in Marketo, when you go to try to build it, you, you kind of have to like reinvent within the HubSpot instance. And you find some of these like just like details that were a little bit surprising, like HubSpot doesn't sync a record from Salesforce if it doesn't have an email. Well, if you're utilizing HubSpot to do a lot of your order of ops processing, like lead sourcing, scoring, all of that, that becomes a big gap. And we've seen that in certain implementations, just like how fields are synced between in one way, I really like how they do it on the HubSpot side. And then on, on the other way, it, it doesn't work really well because you start to get into some of these conflicts. So there's definitely still like growing pains on the enterprise architecture side. But, you know, it's it's helpful that like they're they're growing in the right direction. Definitely. I think overall, just from engaging with like the company in general, I just feel like their leadership is really great. Um, They have really great CEO leadership by Yamini Rangan. And like, I just think you see a lot of what they put out as like part of their culture. And then you engage with the people there. Like the support there is actually really good still, like I would say. And so it's responsive, like, and then even if it's not being super responsive, there's usually a reason why. Or that at least they can try and point you to someone who can be like better answering your question. Long gone have the days of that been at like Adobe and other tools, you know, Salesforce and so forth. So that is like a winning factor to me uh, that is maybe differentiator, but it's not, you know, it's like you said, it's not going to be the BL end on why you should switch off of a platform just to go to somewhere with better customer service and maybe employees are happier. But over time, that could be leading to just better adoption of the tools. Those people are going to move on to other companies and then they're going to bring in their best platform. And so we're just going to continue to see HubSpot embedded more and more into companies because of that great customer experience. One downside, and this isn't a product downside, it's more around the ecosystem around HubSpot. I think it's got a little bit of a ways to go until it's, it's at the Marketo Salesforce level. I'm really talking about the kind of from our business perspective, kind of the consulting services and the some of the expertise and what people immediately think of when it comes to you know how to architect the platform. Often, what what we've been seeing, so when it, whenever we've had potential client conversations and it's been a HubSpot implementation, we have lost the deal pretty much unless we've already worked with that person before. And the reason is, is because the other agencies out there, and I'm not critiquing them, they've probably got a really good process and, and maybe they're just more focused on HubSpot than, than we are. But the, just like the pricing around it, like I've seen other agencies offering like $1 HubSpot implementations or like mm-hmm. even just like a 5K HubSpot implementation. I mean, Marketo implementations, ever since even we've started CS2, Christy, I mean, They've always been tens of thousands yeah. of, of dollars for a, a Marketo implementation, even like 10 years ago. And that's because people knew that we really needed to architect this properly and do and do like a really good full build out of this product. It's not just like a turn it on and on you know, upload some contacts and mm-hmm. you're good to go. Right. And for some people, companies, maybe that 
you can get HubSpot like for like real true SMB, but for our type of clients that are going to look to scale with this platform, that are going to integrate 20 tools into this platform, that maybe you want to also integrate into Salesforce, you can't do a, a, a HubSpot implementation for 5K. Like right. you just can't if you want to get it built that properly. And I think HubSpot actually, they need to catch up here a bit too, because what I hear often from these prospects is that, oh, HubSpot, they have their 5K implementation services, or we can like just go with another agency and it'll be about the same. But then when you look at like what they're offering, it literally is just like a turn the lights on, hand you the keys, and here's some documentation. So I think what needs to happen for the companies that we generally work with, who are you know, fast-growing, well-funded B2B SaaS companies, needs to be more in the ecosystem to just let people know like you do need to architect this platform properly it has a lot of now rich features and a lot of complexity to it you can't just half-ass it and that costs money and it costs time and it's going to be something that you really need to do properly otherwise you're going to set it up all wrong and you're probably going to hate it because you know a few months from now everything's going to be broken and not working properly and you're going to blame it on hubspot but it's really because you didn't put the right resources into setting it up in the first place Totally. Any final thoughts, Aaron? No, I think that, that, was, that was it for me. I think it's a really interesting thing to follow. I think the next few years are going to be really quite telling about who might win this race. Maybe if HubSpot does really great, they can push Marketo and Adobe to start progressing even faster. And it's, it's what's great for us as the consumers is if these two go head to head and keep trying to advance their platforms, listen to their customers and build stuff that we want. So mm-hmm. good competition is always good. So let's see how it goes. Definitely. I'm excited. We'll see. All right, everyone. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a colleague or a friend. If you have a topic that you want us to tackle as always you know we said it before but send it to rga at cs2marketing.com and we're happy to tackle it and thank you for your time today we'll see you next time have a good one